Hello, guys, and welcome to Behind the Bunker, episode 472, podcast 352, beautiful Behind the Bunker studios. We are live on uh, Facebook, and we're also streaming live on YouTube. So if you guys are on either of those platforms, hit that uh, like and share or smash that subscribe or notification thing, whatever you want to do. Um, so thank you guys for tuning in. My name is Todd Ansich. I'm here every week with you guys doing paintball content. And with me, I also have uh, Gavin Sharma. He's from Terratech Industries. I am from Terratech Industries, but I am in the air chair right now, and I am looking at you, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm asking you for one thing or two things or three things that my friend Todd had talked about. Uh, make sure you hit like. Uh, you can hit share, or if you're so inclined, you can start a watch party with your family and celebrate. It is Monday night, and it is behind the bunker, and you're joining us this evening. Uh, and remember, we are taking a look at what you are typing in the chat forum, both on Facebook and in the YouTube world as well. So thank you for joining us. It's going to be a fantastic show. It's kind of creepy. A little bit. <laughs> now we have Joe Gibson from uh, Flaggers Paintball. Hey, Speaking of creepy. Uh, I'm watching you. Why you gotta be like that? Why you gotta be like that? Hey guys, thanks for and girls, thanks for tuning in tonight uh, to Beautiful Behind the Bunker. We are live here. Um, we're gonna talk a little bit about paintball, and um, of course, we'll talk about questions for idiots or whatever we are. Very but good. That'll be fantastic. I'm, not, uh, I'm quasi idiot. I'm. I would say I'm more moron. Uh, ask an idiot. Uh, yeah. Ask a jerk. Uh, that's all Todd. Yeah, yeah. That's that's my new segment. Um, also, uh, Josh's limo just pulled up. So, uh, yeah. oh, there he is. Look at that. <laughs> is he professional enough to be able to do it without his headphones? Why not? There Let's we go. It. Speaking of the mic, jackass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, speaking of the mic, jerkass. So awesome, guys. Welcome. New uh, new show every week as we try to do for you guys. Uh, so hit that like and share button. We also have Matt pushing all the buttons tonight. Yes, sir. And we may have a special guest live in studio uh, in a little bit, but we'll Ooh. see uh, We'll see that shortly. Did you see the special guest outside? Yeah, that's who I was talking to. Okay. Oh, is that why you're late? Yes. Okay. Um, cool. There's so, a fly in here. And it's yes. not Spanish. I, yeah. <laughs> I was going to make a comment about Gavin, but I, I'm going to leave that. Let's move on. Come yeah, on. yeah. We're off to a good start. Uh, very good. All right. So let's move on to what we have here. Um, planned Eclipse, ladies and gentlemen. Hoodies. They are back in stock. Oh, boy. If you guys are looking for some great uh, cool weather wear, head on over to uh, Planet Eclipse and you can check them out there. To go with your hoodies, I dream of beanies. Get some awesome new beanies. Uh, super warm, super comfy, super stylish. Available now. Also, take a peek. If you're not a toque wearer, you can wear a trucker hat. Uh, yeah, so there you go. Check them out at Planet I'd like, Eclipse. I'd like a hoodie. I would too. I like those hoodies. I'm wearing one right now, but I do like... I like all of them, but I think I like the one in the middle. Dead middle with the black there. So You're dead to me, black? There we go. And we know Le uh, Leeds watches this show and listens intently so I'm sure he's hearing that right now and he's running down to the warehouse yelling at his staff hey we have to get those guys from behind the bunker some uh, hoodies and EMFs <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we'll send it in one box although I will admit I, I can't say it right now because they're not a sponsor but we did have a sponsor uh, that has a product and we talked about it because we were quite excited about it and a couple weeks later he sent me a picture he had gotten his and ordered it because he heard it on behind the bunker nice yeah cool. do you we have that, that much influence <laughs> yes we have one that. we have one, one influence. one person yeah we one had one, one, one successful one level of and not just a bad influence, influence as per usual 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, influences, influence. No, you're okay. We're, we're, on, we're, we're only looking at Gavin. <laughs> Matt, you gave it away. All right. So, so Todd, I was, uh, so I, broke the studio. I was waving and screaming at your producer there asking if we are live on YouTube or not. I'm trying to figure that out, to be honest okay. with you. Um, and if so, where? Um, I can't find it, but let's keep going with Facebook. Yeah. yeah. So I'm gonna I'll look that while you guys are chitter chattering. Um, as you saw, Matt gave it away. We have a special guest, and we'll get him on mic in a few minutes. Um, what else do we have? Oh, make sure uh, you guys check out Paintball Media. They have the new online magazine issue out. It is up right now. It's not at all distracting. <laughs> Everything going on. What the hell is going on? I today? know. Pay no attention to this audio podcast. Yeah, yeah. And then here you go, guys. Make sure you, if you haven't done it already, get your three discs, your six one-hour episodes of the complete history of paintball. There has been other history of paintball documentaries, but this is the completest. So make sure you guys check that I out. I am very, very freaking excited about that. So I have requested my Blu-ray copy versus the DVD copy because of the high def. And I, like I said, once it comes in, I you won't see me for at least six hours. Uh, as I work in Ash Group on my couch. And, huh. uh, yeah, just really I'm looking forward to it. So I was blown away at the three-hour uh, streaming documentary, so I'm looking forward to now extra, extra, more gooder uh, mm. copy of this, uh, The Complete History of Paintball. John Omadea and his team put together an exceptional piece of uh, product and paintball history, and I am absolutely looking forward to the extended version of that. So, uh, yes, you can see through my sweater, my nipples are hard, <laughs> and I'm tickled and excited about uh, about watching this. Speaking of uh, hard nipples, what about this fellow? This is uh, Charles Holton. Look at that! Sexy! He's uh, one of the receivers of our uh, behind-the-bunker, ruthless paintball-made uh, masks. Virus hey, stoppers. Charles, your nipples are so hard we can see your nipple rings. <laughs> and uh, also from Mr. Holton, here is his guitar. His bass? Yeah, I guess it Acoustic would be. Acoustic bass. Nice. Very good. And an AGD logo? Look at that. Yeah, we'll have to talk about the AGD logo. But everything else Let's on focus on this. Nice. <laughs> Very good. Hey, and watch what I do here. This is uh, Josh Zubizabrikis, uh Instagram. You can follow him at uh, on, on Instagram. He posted his picture of his uh, custom watch. I wouldn't follow me on Instagram. I don't. And then this is uh, the real bag of chips showing his watch. I think oh, he started that. the trend, and then Josh was like, screw that. I'm going to one-up you. Uh, allegedly, <laughs> his was um, a response to one of my old posts. And then I saw his, and I was like, hey, we have the same thing. So I yeah, well, it's like, easy to say that because he's not in the studio. So, yeah. yeah, you did it first. Yeah, I did it first. There you go. Just like The Simpsons. There you go. Um, hey, uh, our good friend uh, Tom Bertrand sent us in uh, a little bit of a heads up. Uh, where is it here? Um, oh, Charles Halton actually says that wasn't a bass. It was a tenor ukulele. Is it really? <laughs> Do you want to stop the show and find out? Yes, let's, let's, can right, we cool. Google search yeah. it? Damn. Uh, Paintball had some shenanigans hap happen uh, a couple weeks ago. The shop was broken into, and three-quarters of their rental fleet was stolen. The fill station stolen. The place was trashed. Um, so there was a GoFundMe that was started. So if you guys go on GoFundMe and go to help Kamloops Paintball. Um, now, is that Kamloops in BC? Kamloops in BC. Yeah. Okay. Um, so there you go, ladies and gentlemen. If you, if you guys a have Kamloops a couple uh, little bits of pocket change and you want to spread the wealth, send it over that way. Endless Legends, October tw uh, 2nd to 4th. Behind the Bunker is helping out on that one, so make sure you guys check it out. That will be at OXCC, brought to you by CPX. Yeah, you know me. Events. Uh, Gavin, what do you know about this? 
Arabs? Twenty percent off. Twenty percent off all of their in-stock inventory. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you're looking for new fields, water blobs, or all sorts of stuff that can be inflated, uh, check out Arabs.com for some gong? great, great uh, savings. Uh, for not only this year, but next year as well. And like I said, ladies and gentlemen, we it is the exclusive field of uh, Behind the Bunker because one and done. You purchase it, and you're not going to have to worry about leaks or anything like that. Uh, <laughs> Brent and his team makes a fantastic product, not only paintball-related. There's the there's the board game. There's water blobs, all sorts of stuff. Check out their site at airups.com. Very good. Uh, very quickly before we've gone, Zane Smith in the live chat says, uh, Hey, guys, say hi to my friend Lee. He went out paintballing this weekend. Loved it. He's a new addict. Get out now while you still can, Lee. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, all right, there we go. I'm just sharing it to a couple of different uh, paintball groups, guys. Have you done? Have you guys done all your sharing? I'm hitting my like button sharing right now caring. because I follow directions, and I will be sharing this to my personal page. And share. Very good. Um, all right, let's see what I, else oh, I have. I have something. Go ahead, Joe. Um, I received, um, I had wanted something sent to me that I could only get from America. So, George, I asked my friend hey. George, hey, <laughs> if I could have send something to his address. And he, he, in turn, was delivered to his address, and he sent it up to me. But enclosed in the package, he sent us an SOC patch. Mm. So that's going to go for the patch wall. And then he sent four of these. These are no contact carabiners to use to open the door but gavin's not paying attention i'm sharing oh sharing. that's fantastic and then todd oh, nice and then uh, no contact carabiner you can put on to open doors um do other things might be a bottle opener in that but yeah I, I, I sincerely appreciate that. Thank yeah, you, George. You too. Yeah. Hey. Uh, Thanks, hey, it's listen. about time you do something. I'm just kidding. Thank you. Zuby, thank you very thank much, you very sir. Much, use this yes. the rest of the show. I'll use time. this, you know, because to protect <laughs> me from the uh, the hoax virus. <laughs> I can <laughs> use this to actually touch Josh. <laughs> now. I think it has an opener. <laughs> this could be bottle opener. No, I really appreciate that. That's great. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Um, quick, someone it drink smells a like beer. George. You. You think if I chucked it on there, it'd stick on the mat? All right, why don't we move on to our first segment, guys. Advice from idiots. We only have a couple uh, things to go through real quick, so we'll do that. Um, first one comes from Dwayne King. He says, a question for the idiots tonight. Hey. hey. I resemble <laughs> that comment. Calling it? Yes, uh, yes, you, you do. A you question for the idiots tonight. What are the regulations on barrel covers for markers? Is there, if any, and he sent a picture in. Um. So... Is there any universal rule or standard for no. it? Nope. It is absolutely spe yes. uh, field specific. I would you allow that at your field? I think that's a. I think that's no. I think it's too short. Because it almost looks too short. Like if you shoot that, it might have enough. M like when you shoot a barrel sock, it moves, right? It sure does. Skip. It's like when you got that massage, Gavin. It moved. If it moves more than a half not an inch, it was a shift. Not a move. <laughs> <laughs> Shifted. That may, yeah. that may fall off. So, but I like it. If it was a little bit longer, I think you'd be, you th think you'd be golden. So I love the, uh, I, I love the hybrid uh, Tipman uh, for the pistol. It's like the barrel plug and uh, has a lanyard attached to it, uh, so it'll actually break paint before it forces its way out. Uh, but I think barrel comms, barrel socks are great. Exalt makes a fantastic uh, barrel bayonet or whatever it is, the sleeve, because uh, that's sort of a that 
harder rubber uh, that is not going to shift. Um, but like I said, it's, it's field specific. Uh, a lot of fields didn't even require it at all. As long as you have your safety on, and you can put a you can jam a squeegee in the end of the barrel. You know what? There's one way to find out. Take it out to the field. Take a deep breath. And pull the trigger lots. Yeah. Well, I, I, I just wish there was a standard for that um, for for barrel blocking devices like they have for for goggles, right? That, yeah. That he, he, everybody would adopt and, and, and say this is sort of what it is, and everybody knows across the, the across the world. So when you go from field to field, you're not running into difficulties with one field field saying that no, you're not permitted to use a barrel barrel plug yeah. uh, versus a barrel condom, or no, that squeegee's not going to uh, it's not sufficient so, for you. So there's a lot of fields. That only say barrel socks or condoms. Like there's no, but I I don't think I've been to a field yet that where they're kind of okay with barrel plugs. There's a lot of fields that are still okay with barrel plugs. Yeah. Right? Because, and yeah. Uh, there's I don't nothing around here. No. Is, there's a lot of manufacturers who still because they still have a lot of inventory who are packaging that in their uh and the, their starter markers. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Order one million barrel plugs. How could I go wrong? That's right. <laughs> Yeah, I still hang barrel plugs off of my luggage so I can identify it when it comes <laughs> down the conveyor belt, right? But that's about the extent of it gets how a lot I'm of losing. odd looks from other people. In the, but you know, yeah. Um, show Dwayne's picture there again, Matt, for one sec. I just zoomed in on it, so Dwayne? it looks like it's a three D three. And that's my worry. Three D yeah. printing. So if it was extruded plastic and it was it was hard Revy plastic opposed to uh, other plastic, you might get away with that. But with with the three D printed stuff, even the hardest stuff, I, I wonder if that would. And without protection from UV, it's going to break down the integrity of it, and then eventually you think it's safe, and yeah, and then somebody's got sh uh, shrapnel in their eye and uh, and paint. So yeah, I yeah I don't know. I to me it almost looks too small. I I don't know. I guess I'd like to see it dry tested. Do it do it do a dry shoot. Uh, who was it in the live chat that just asked that? It says uh, Phoenix. Phoenix said if you can dry shoot it off, it's a no go. And I still remember days yeah. in like the 90s where you had a barrel plug in and it was safe and some jackass would accidentally pull the trigger and it would shoot across the staging area. I'm like, yeah. But that, that's in the day. That's in the it's days a warning, of, though, before the paintball that's gets That's in the there. days it's of pump squint. guns, though. But think of these super semis and stuff. And there's a barrel bag in there or a squeegee. Yeah. You know, you yeah. shoot one shot, two shots, takes it out. Then you've got another stream of yeah. balls shooting out. Yeah, yeah. Or that guy who puts a Firestorm crank like, on his 98 and then sets it down on the table wrong. Um, Charles Holton in the live chat is inviting everybody to his place. He says he has 500 plugs in his basement. Ooh. What kind of plugs? Oh, I, barrel plugs. I, it I think he, he spelled that wrong. <laughs> Spell check probably got that. He has one of those sl <laughs> slings, too. I don't think that's the kind of party I want to go to. <laughs> Sorry, Charles. I'm not. I'm just not going to his party. No. James Lindsay's too small. That's what she said. Um, yeah, so Dwayne King is uh, the master of, uh, of 3D printing, so I'm sure he'll come up with a prototype. The other thing is what if you made it a little bit wider as well so that if you did shoot it the air and the the air would be able to push out because that one looks pretty tight against no, the you barrel don't want anything, you don't want anything blowing back like if shell like I don't know how many times at a rental socks that have paint broken in it and then you shoot uh, as you dry fire it and comes old shell flies out uh, yeah. from the but back. would you rather that than, dry the, paint than the pressure of it pushing the barrel sock off or barrel blocker off I guess is you're not looking for the lesser of two evils. You don't want anything coming out when it's not supposed to. Listen, I'm just looking for the silver That's lining. That's my doctor said too, right? Pull out. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. So what else do we have? I had one more. Where's Actually, the other advice that went dark I pretty had quick. A couple of different things. 
Uh, Gavin, here's the mail time, by the way, for you uh, as well. It's an invitation. It's actual mail? <laughs> it is what actual mail. Um, all right. Well, let, I have one more question for mail time. Or sorry, for uh, Smell advice. It first, see if it's and then COVID. maybe we'll get back to it later on. It smells uh, like chloroform. <laughs> it could be. This one comes from Danny Merritt. Um, he says, is there, and we'll watch you guys in the live chat and see if you guys have any, uh, ha have any tips for here as well. Is there much difference between playing in the summer and the winter? I want to play my first winter experience this year and wondered if aside from temperature, is there any playing that's different? Like, is there anything about playing that's where different or less fun? Is there a st where in the world is he playing though? Yeah. Does it, did it say? No, it doesn't okay. say, but I believe he's implying like winter. Like snow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Real winter, not Florida. Yeah. Fake but winter. like, it, how, did he, how did he word it here? If you want to, uh, aside from the temperature, is there anything? Yeah. I think, I think temperature is the number one concern that you have, not only for your body, but for your equipment as well. So if you're using, as we talked about, some of those electronic markers, those space guns that... OLED board? OLED board um, <laughs> that are far more temperature sensitive than, um, than say, your rear mechanical marker, you're going to have you're, you're going to want to have a backup as well, right? Making sure yeah. that, and Josh, we talked about this numerous times over there. What did you do to keep your batteries warm? The, uh, oh, what are they called? Um, hot pockets or... Oh, yeah, the, the, yeah, the yeah, hot you, shots. You take them out of the package, you shake it, and it gets warm. And I, are they called? They're not hot pockets. Hot shots. Yeah, that's what it is. Then they had, yeah, yeah. then they came out with newer ones, Hot Shots Part Two. Yeah. <laughs> so yes, uh, making sure your equipment's gonna be able to function good in for the for you, uh, Joe. That was a good reference. <laughs> making sure your equipment's We're going to be able to function right in the <laughs> cold temperatures. Make sure your body's gonna be able to <laughs> function in the cold temperatures. Uh, as well as paint. I mean, if your field is not using a winter grade paint, you're gonna have a bad time. Hate to say it though, I love it. I love Magbed. Magbed is not really winter friendly as well. Even though they have a very robust shell, um, you're gonna get far more breaks in your magazine and your gun because of just the the pressure of it feeding too. So, pump pump is king. Pump is great. Um, but yeah, so you're gonna have to look at your equipment and see if you can adapt to that. And also with the temperature, not only your 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 equipment, but you know your fingers, your flanges, your your extremities. Flanges. Make sure that you. Uh, not only wearing gloves, obviously, to keep your hands warm, but bring a gun that your fingers will fit in the grip frame. Yes. You know, yeah. if you've got a autococker with a, with a slide, yeah. So find something that... Uh, and also, when you're playing with an electronic gun and you've got mittens on, sometimes you hit the trigger by accident, so make sure that you only have it on when you're on the field because that's, that's an easy one to do as well. And uh, it is a harder game physically to play as well. Trudging through the snow and like, and yes, you're doing massive like knee lifts as you go through drifts of snow, and I've experienced this numerous times when you're running to a building or a bunker and you stop, but little did you know there was ice underneath there and you slide right into the middle of the firefight. So you're gonna have to slow down a little bit too, uh, and pace yourself if you're not <laughs> accustomed to navigating terrain in, in, in uh, slippery conditions. So, yeah. sorry, Josh, you're. I, I'd, You're just I'd, making noises, but <laughs> I, was, I was laughing at what you saying about sliding past bunkers and stuff. I I remember playing uh, Red Dawn Winter Game and actually trying to walk up a hill and sliding right back down the hill straight into crossfire from the the church and the van. But uh, someone uh, suggested um, uh, putting paint in a cooler 
in the wintertime with a warm water bottle to no, keep I your paint. No, I think you want to keep it a standard temperature. You want it to climatize. I would agree with that. Cooler's not a bad idea, but I wouldn't change the temperature at all. I didn't say it was going to be a good idea. <laughs> Why are you <laughs> reading it? You didn't even let me finish talking. <laughs> hey, we have to shut you down, Josh. <laughs> I was no, going to say, if your field is using a good winter formula paint, you shouldn't have to do anything like put it in a cooler and keep it warm or keep it in your car, keep it warm. It should climatize well to the weather, like Gavin said. Be very mindful that paint, when it gets cold, gets brittle. It doesn't freeze. Full oil. We know oil doesn't freeze, right? Okay? Yeah, let's get all over that right now. Paint doesn't freeze. It's okay to sit out. I often just leave it in my gear bag. That's so nobody kicks snow on top of it and does all kind of dumb stuff like that. But don't worry about keeping your paint warm. If you're using good winter paint, it should be taken care of already. The thing you want to look after, I think, the most is your marker. Yeah. Yeah. No CO2 in the wintertime, too, by the way. That's... No. Hey, Lisa Weaver says, wear bread bags on your feet. Keep them dry. Mm, yeah. <laughs> um, no, yeah, there's oh, one I, up now. I would disagree with that. Technology has foregone the bread bag. You can now buy waterproof socks. Waterproof socks I would be a better bet. Gore-Tex boots with some wool uh, socks. Wool socks are great. I use Cost meat stick packages. So why uh, why I disagree, <laughs> Lisa, one each is, yes, it will keep your feet dry from, um, hopefully, external water from seeping in. But your feet are going to sweat. There's no way to moisture wick in a, a, a Ziploc bag or a, or a plastic bag, right? So your feet are going to get cold and sweat, and that's going to be retained there. Uh, so I think you'll get colder faster. So Is that trench foot? It, it could be. Thank you. Uh, why don't you Google that? I, I had swamp feet before I had trench feet. I had swamp ass quite a bit, but that doesn't <laughs> quite happen if in the winter. If anybody's looking to try a winter big game, Flag Raiders will be hosting Red Dawn 16 on Sunday, March 7th, 2021. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yeah, if you're getting swamp ass in wintertime, you're doing some... I got too many layers on. That's what it yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Phoenix, absolutely, the entire panel in studio would agree, smart wool socks are worth their weight in gold. Yes. See, yeah. At darn tough. Um, Bass Pro Shop sells wool socks with the fake sheep fur lining on the inside. <laughs> Those and are so, beyond wool sock technology. So your phalanges, your, um, I can't remember what your bones or your feet are called. Um, yeah, no, it's really important to keep Foot those bones. extremities uh, warm. Bones. And similar with a with a summer game, and this Put is my tires. big tip, making sure you have a change of clothing, uh, particularly if you're wet and cold, uh, for the ride home afterwards too, or even halfway through the but, day too. No, okay. So speaking of lambs wool and stuff, what about those Uggs you used to wear? <laughs> uh, they're fantastic paintball shoes. You used to tuck your jeans into your Uggs and go out and play. Well, at first I would tuck my pants and then pin them with a safety pin to make them nice and tight at the end. Uh, they were my acid wash jeans and then I would tuck them into my Uggs. Nice. Uh, Russ Carroll says uh, fl uh, in Florida the weather isn't an issue in the winter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is a, a wonderful translation of his comment. Well, no, that's what he said before and then I just saw his other one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Phoenix says if you hit up the Army Surplus store, there's military issue black wool socks. Pardon my ignorance on this, but I thought some of the old military issue stuff wasn't all that good. I think the socks have always been good because Decent, they've always yeah. been made okay. out of wool. Then they got away from wool and started using um, a synthetic material. But I believe everybody's going back to wool once again. So if you get a great hiking sock that's full cushion, that is the perfect complement to your, uh, your paintball arsenal. Yeah. If you are comfortable and you are safe, um, there's you can't go wrong. Again, Phoenix, we're endorsing this as well. It has to be uh, a good pair of quality wool socks, and you you're in comfort country all day. 
That's right, my friend. <laughs> Population U. <laughs> nice. Um, I don't know. Uh, what about you guys from the peanut gallery? Do you think you guys think of anything else that people need to know for winter play? Hibernate. Um, also, hydrate because you yes, forget sir. that you're yeah. not. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hey, we didn't introduce the fact that we have a special guest in studio tonight. Uh, normally, he works from home and does all of our um, audio audio from home. He dials and he kind of does it through Zoom. But uh, Mr. Mr. Sebastian Monier. Yeah, buddy. Hello. Hold on. Where the hell is he? Seb. Yes, sir. Talk in your mic. I'm trying to. <laughs> <laughs> why, why is he hunting? I can't. Mike's on the camera. wrong side of the table. There's no microphone award. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. 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 Wait, wait. That is is that still here? So for those of you who've been around Somewhere. the show is, for a yeah. number of years, you would have remembered Seb in studio before he was able to take his tech services remotely, uh, and he handled all of our sound engineering, and he was the one who would award oh, there on is. a weekly basis. <laughs> The Macrophone Award, uh, and I, I'm, I'm sad to say I have yet to, to achieve this, but I'm hoping this evening, now that he's back, uh, that he will award this to me. So this is still up for grabs, ladies and gentlemen. You can vote in the chat form, but yes. it doesn't matter because our friend Seb is the one who declares the Macrophone Award winner this evening. And the winner this evening will win a wonderful poutine. <laughs> I will try my best. Nice. Um... All right. What else do we have? Do you have any? Oh, no, that's my segment. That so was I'm, you. I am now finished with my nonsense. Matt, do we have a bumper for Gavin? Mail time. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is mail time, the time where I get to rip open my sack and read some of the correspondence that you, ladies and gentlemen, have sent in. Uh, the first one comes to us, and it looks to be quite special. It is a card, as we teased earlier, and it says 2BTB on the front of it. <laughs> and very simply put, it says, from Dwayne, real bag of chips king, yes. I heart BTB. And what does uh, BTB, or what does uh, Dwayne King gift to the group? Why, it is his name patch that he wants to put on the Whoa. patch wall, ladies and gentlemen. Bag of chips, his name tape makes its way into the BTB studio. And because you sent that in, my friend, it makes its way onto the patch wall. So thank you so much for sending that in. It will live there until we get a better patch, which will probably be next week. <laughs> Actually, a uh, packet of Doritos was talking to me and wanting to send in some patches. So uh, <laughs> Triscuit crackers. <laughs> was like, uh, you know, we got to get into this action. So Bits and pieces <laughs> or bits and bites. <laughs> bits and bites. You've got at least one week, Dwayne, but thank you so much for sending that in. All Sorry, right. Dwayne. Thanks, Dwayne. And Hopefully next, we'll see him tomorrow night. The next piece of mail comes to us from Zane, the insane Zaniac. Zane. And I guess there's some pictures along with that. My friend Todd, he says, took a friend out paintballing yesterday, and he loved it. He said he had two old markers at home. Excited when he got home and dug these out. Are they worth getting them up and running? So what uh, do we have? Well, we have an ion. Yeah. So the ion and then, uh, sorry, this one here. Oh, my goodness. And a spider TL, I think. Is it, though? I think it's a clone because look at, look at this. This is a clear, clear, clear grip. That might be an aftermarket grip. I would still put my money uh, on a spider TL, spider, yeah, which is I like tournament right. level or whatever. I think it was. it's an aftermarket clone grip. Yeah. There. So, are they worth uh, getting up and running? Um, I would say fifty percent. I would say the ion potential would give you more bang for your buck, and you can certainly keep that running. 
but here's the thing. If you put air in either of those guns and either of them run, you've got a working paintball gun. So good for you, right? For that spider for about 30 seconds. I think you're right. I think I would put my money into the ion. Uh, but if either of them leak, don't function, or don't work, I don't think I'd put my money into it. Because if you went out to your local paintball field, a rental gun isn't that expensive. You know it's going to work, and at least you have a better experience. Save your money until you can get yourself a working gun. But if these work out of the box, try it for a while. But the second that they don't, just because of the age of them, you may just want to use them as a wall hanging. There's still a lot of people who yeah. uh, who, who fix but up that ions. Yeah, potential. I say. Yeah. So ions, I, still, I think they still hold their value. They're great customizable guns and uh, great to get people into the sport. If it's been sitting around, I don't think it's going to take much to get it back up and running. You still find people using them. Yeah, no, no, for yeah. sure. But those spiders, uh, it depends on where you are in the world, too, in terms of parts, yeah. right? I think if you ask Joe, if he goes in the vault, there may be some spider parts. But Oh, there's some spider parts. <laughs> Doesn't an ion have three O-rings? Am I wrong about this? There's, very, there's not a lot of You're right. It has very yeah. very few serviceable parts on it. Right. The one thing about the ion, and, I, and maybe you guys can correct me at home, but anytime I've ever serviced one, I, I always found that the more you put in and out the screws to hold the bodies together and the more you take it apart, the more kind of fatigues it, they weren't really built for taking apart and putting back and forth. It, it was a, a low It's not end. built like a 98 where it's No, exactly. And I think that the more you mess with it, the more it kind of becomes unserviceable. Yeah, maybe Matt the, Crip, Matt the Crip can correct me on this, but I thought the Ion had three R-rings and these, the big brother, the Epiphany was the bigger brother of this Barker had four O-rings versus three. I, I may be wrong on this, but... I think you may be right. So I want to go to a comment. Uh, Chica Estrada no sure. in the okay. chat says, The Spider is a great gun. I'm not disagreeing with you, uh, Chica. It is, a, it is a fantastic gun. It was one of the ones that really sort of propelled the sport, made it accessible to people. In our area uh, of, of southern Ontario, and we do have winters, spiders are very temperature-sensitive. Um, and regardless if you're using HP or not, it, it, yeah, there's a small window of time and temperature where they're functional in our area, and parts are harder to come by now uh, in the year 2020 than they were in the early 90s. So yeah. uh, it, it's a very much a regional gun, I think, uh, in some of the more temperate country or, uh, countries and temperatures where you can play year-round. Uh, but it is unforgiving in the uh, in the colder temperatures. Yeah. I guess I look at it too. It's kind of like buying an, a used car, an old used car, and expecting it to work when you want to take that family vacation. Um, you may get it to work and it may run, or you may get it to the field and it may work for a couple of games. I just, I don't know if I would trust it. Me, I don't get a lot of time off to play, and when I do, I want my gear to work. And, and Wolf said his spider was his first gun or his first semi-automatic. I owned a, I owned a spider too, so I mean, I think if, you, if you've watched the show long enough, you know I've, I've said I, w I really value Kingman and Spider and their contributions to the sport. I thought it was a great marker and it made it easy for people to get into the sport. Uh, this is pre-Ion uh, to you know to own their own equipment, but yeah. just my experience with it in our the area that I play in, it's it's not uh, it's not advantageous for you to to pick yeah, one up right now and, sure. and play all year round with it. And thanks to Wolf, by the way, for the nice words this week. He uh, gave us a bit of an up. This I week. did say that. I liked it, and you all commented. I'm like, I can't just hop on the bandwagon now. Why so I'm going to say. Well, why do you say something now? Well, I really appreciate the kudos and the tap and uh, the share to your large audience. So, um, you know, you've always been a supporter of the show. You actually you were on the show even before I be. Oh, I was on the show too. He was a big contributor to the show before. Why are your eyes darting left and right like you're you're fibbing? Who me? Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not shifting my shift. Is it? <laughs> 
my nose would have <laughs> my nose would have hit the camera if I was. No, I, uh, you know, like it, we we all love Wolf. He's been a great uh, great proponent of the sport, uh, great support of our, our program as well. I, so I don't know about love. I like him. I, I he's a I, nice guy. I bow to you, my friend. I thank you for that. Yeah. I don't I don't want to walk around telling everybody I love dudes. <laughs> I love dudes. Yeah, I, like, I love you know, whatever, I, if, right? If you can love someone, I love Wolf. You can love a dude. When the COVID is over, I would give him a man hug. But yeah, that's, no, that sorry. would be the extent of our relationship. And, and Josh, I'm really sorry you're not that secure in your sexuality. Oh, I'd give Wolf a uh, hug too, but you know the restraining order and all. COVID. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> and Wolf, I'd hug you. Judge, screw screw judge, Zuby. Judge goes tick tick. No. <laughs> All right, before oh. this turns into a love fest, let's keep going on. Yeah, yeah. Do you have any more uh, Oh, yes, I do. Question? Crap, I was uh, caught in <laughs> Wolf's dreamy eyes. And <laughs> I forgot about the rest of my uh, my sack. I, I have one question before you're done, Hot but you, you finish them all. And then all I'll right, let. so you know what? I will wrap up with this question, then we can move to yours, then talk, because I know this is going There's a little another long. another question about Wolf. Uh, our good friend Mike Holmstrom, <laughs> Mike Holmstrom uh, says, Do you feel the popularity of first-person shooter video games helps or hurts paintball? Ooh, Ooh, that's a good question. Crossover genres. <laughs> oh, Joe? Yes. I haven't said that word once tonight. I, I did. Know. <laughs> what do you guys think? I, I think I think Joe can attest to this. Every weekend we hear the word, you know, or, or, or Call of Duty expression or some sort of first-person shooter game reference at the field. So if anything, it's probably helped it. But I don't think it's done well for the realism of what it's paintball actually is. definitely changed the vernacular of well, scenario. Ooh, another know, word we from, haven't used from in a while. The, from the, in the olden days, we would call them fields or, or scenarios. Now kids come out, and even some parents refer to them as maps. So there is there is some crossover, and some fields have developed. Um, <laughs> it's almost like someone changed the vernacular. Call of Duty type fields as well. But, you know, I, I think... Once you get, you know, once you can manage to get somebody out of the house, hashtag drop your controllers and, and try paintball, I think, you know, you've got a, a, a pretty good, you've got someone hooked. Yeah. You know, especially if you, you have a ref that makes, you know, the even the most, you know, basic game interesting with some good, good terminology, some good verbiage and come up with an ideal genre. And you've got, you know, you, you can hook you can hook some people in you, just by that. Do you know what I think it helped, though, is bring, like, we used to make up scenarios and we'd say, okay, this is SEAL Team 6 and this is so-and-so, or you're here and you're in the, you know, you're in the Mekong Delta and stuff. A lot of the young kids had no idea what any of that was. I know. Or is. Yeah. Right? So it, by using the words maps and all that stuff, it gets them involved a little bit more, which I think enhances the experience. I don't really mind it. It kind of, it kind of irks me a little bit when people say, okay, we're going to have Team Deathmatch. But other than that, but, it's like, give with the but, times, Grandpa. But <laughs> those games are very easy for kids to understand. Yeah, uh, yeah and that's well, the thing. As, as well you can say parents, that and so, they know exactly what's going to happen. So it also, I think, it, lack of a better word, it desensitized parents to the experience as well. So they're watching little Timmy or Johnny or, or Susan play video games all day, killing people uh, on COD. And so when they get a little frustrated with them spending that much screen time and they propose an activity like, like paintball, whether it's a birthday party or something, then they jump at that opportunity. And it's an easy transition for them uh, because they're running around, even if we're using the same vernacular, the same verbiage, whatever it is in terms of maps or creating the scenarios that are very similar to what they have in first part of sh shooting games now. Uh, it makes it accessible and easy for, for kids to understand and for parents to understand as well. And when they get off the couch and they play, they get hooked. And you can talk about this to Joe or Todd or any other field owner, how many kids get excited after playing the first game and want to come back. But it took yeah. first person shoot first person sh first person shooting games uh, like Call of Duty uh, and such 
uh, to yeah. get them out there and get them excited about it. Because, again, there's not a lot of marketing or advertising that happens to, to kids other than video games. It's not like mm-hmm. Facebook or Instagram or anything like that is marketing paintball to kids. Oh. So it takes video games and it takes a birthday party in order to get them there. And you video game players are not incognito at the field. We hear you talk. We hear your verbiage, as you guys said. Like, you know, people people are talking about they're using all the video game vernacular about, you know, the maps and all that sort of stuff. And it's, I, I think, if anything, it's it's brought more people to play paintball than um, than any other medium out there. It's also certainly inspired a lot of people's dress. Like the way they people are trying to make sure they match the camo or the characters in yeah. the game. Like it's that's, not, good. that's pretty cool. We're like, not shying away from a military you know, scenario type experience. No. Where you remember in the early nineties when moved away from the yeah, woods yeah. and then everything was like a motocross outfits, right? And like yeah. they wanted to legitimize paintball, so there was the numbers, there was the jerseys, which are still around today, but there was a strong push about anti camouflage, right? And now uh, it's becoming much more acceptable because of first person shooter, because of video game culture, yeah. uh, that people I think that's why Magbet also explodes as well, because it becomes easier to to sell, uh, it becomes cooler, and that's a natural transition from using the controllers, re- reloading or changing mags in a video game, and that this is what I want to replicate here on the playing ball field. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think in answer to the question, I think we all agree that video games have, if done nothing, they brought people to the sport. It may not have given them the realistic notion of what paintball is actually. Uh, there's some variations. I mean, people come out expecting specific type of guns. They're expecting to uh, look down a scope magnify and shoot a guy from across the field like any of the any of the video game uh, things but and there's no god mode out there that's for sure um yeah but you get and, a legend package at flag Raiders. and you can also see them huffing and puffing after they've even walked to the first scenario yeah. field. <laughs> my thumbs feel fine <laughs> but my lungs hurt that's the one thing call of duty never addresses and that's joe's favorite sturdy footwear your van skateboarding shoes are not acceptable for and at kills. least tie them yeah. up or for Christ's sakes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to come play PayPal and Chucks. Not, no, you're not. <laughs> yeah, not everybody can have Velcro shoes like Seb. Here's a bit of a crossover from your you question to something I wanted to talk about last week. Um, I'm going to play this video. Matt, can you come over to my computer for a second? So there's a new format that guys have been talking about. And I'm going to play the video. I don't want to play the audio uh, and, and have any copyright issues. But this is... Uh, uh, Buddy Bauer and the guys over at Free Flow, they kind of came up with this, and it's a bit of a, what did we say, Matt? A Hunger Games meets... Oh, I can't remember. Uh, Fortnite oh, or this Fortnite. One, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, there you go, guys. I'm going to pause the video here so we can explain it, but all your gear gets taken apart and put into um, backpacks, and those are them right there, and the players are in that red, that red circle. When the whistle goes, you go get your backpack, and you can either stop, assemble your gun there, which you're kind of stupid if you do that, or you take it somewhere high, assemble it, and then you are in the game with a live gun. Um, and then after the first, don't quote me on this, but let's say a minute, you have to shrink the circle. After the next minute, you have to shrink the circle again, and it's the last man standing. Uh, pretty neat concept, um, but kind of taken off of a video game. I. I don't know what you guys think of this. Josh, have, have, I don't know if you saw the video before or not, but what do you think of that concept? Is that something you'd play? I did see it. It's, it's kind of neat. Um, actually, one of the first things that came to my mind is you're going to let a ref take apart your stuff. No, thanks. Well, you take it apart. But no, that, that you showed the ref. It. Okay, I guess. Putting it all in the bag. Like To me, that's like, eh, I don't... I, it, like, it's neat, and it, I, I think it would be 
pretty fun. Like it does look like it is pretty exhilarating and would be a good time. Yeah. But I just I don't know about the whole. I think in real life you crony your marker and then you take it apart in front of the ref without changing anything, put it in a bag, and then he takes your bag on you. I I would yeah. like to see that with thirteen or fourteen Tipman Model ninety eights. Yeah, if from the if field. Everybody had the same gun. You could yeah. put them in a knapsack, and everybody has a hundred rounds, and then or there's bindles. some ammo ammo caches around, and you have to pick it up and grab it. I I think that would be you know if everybody had the exact same gun. Yeah. So, neat format. I think it'd be fun. I mean, let's be honest. No matter how you play paintball, it's fun anyways. I don't know you need to shoehorn a new format into it. But from a competitive standpoint, this is fun. There's going to be $100,000 on the line at the end of the season. Um, it is neat that people are coming up with more more ways to play. Yeah. Right? It's not just your it's very, it's standard. Similar, it's similar, you know, the, you similar time trials. That's another another option. Yeah. There was a... Yeah. And that format, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, is called Scatter. You'll see that uh, Flaggers will be hosting an event, uh, one of the first ones in April next year, and I'm sure there'll be lots of them all over the world. So make sure you guys uh, look for that as well. If you want more information, check out Free Flow. Uh, send them a message, and they can give you more information. Just let them know you saw it here so they know what you're talking about. Um, yeah. Does that end your, your questions? Yeah, I cinched up my sack. It's okay. all you right now, my friend. So I want to know, we have a special guest in studio. His name is Sebastian Mounier. He's our sound engineer. But Seb has taken a bit of a turn. Seb is uh, has dropped his paintball gun. And two weeks ago, oh, uh, he picked up uh, an airsoft Blasphemy. gun and, and, and is, is, is playing airsoft. But I'm so what? sorry. No, 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 no. I, well, we should not. I, okay. I <laughs> Zuby, the minute I saw him tonight, I'm like, I'm so sorry. Bro. <laughs> so first, yeah. so first thing he does is confess. <laughs> as soon as he made the purchase, he's sending a message. Yeah. But it was nice. You know what? It was nice to see you, nice and I'm sure you had out. fun. Yeah. I had a blast. Um, you're dead to us, but go ahead. Yeah, exactly <laughs> that. That's exactly what I'm afraid of. Garvin, Schrammer, I, I promise you I will make you the best poutine with Wonderful. Macho's <laughs> Forgive me, sir. Forgive me. Yeah. <laughs> Um, here's a question to the guys that are watching right right now or people that are watching right now because I know there's a couple girls in there as well. Would you try Airsoft? You've played paintball because I see that you guys are all paintball guys. Uh, but have you um, have you tried or would you try Airsoft? I know Joe and I definitely have played. Gavin's played. played. Josh, do you yeah. own anything Airsoft? I don't own anything Airsoft. I did at one point. Um Going by yeah. my gear? <laughs> no. Sorry, I got to read this. <laughs> Devin Schwartz says, switch to paint, switch from paintball to airsoft, balls shrink. <laughs> you know, Sorry, John. Th there might be something Is the airsoft gun know. just a gun in a pool? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah we, we, we used to play a lot. We used to play before Tuesday Mission night. Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, so that was, uh, that was like a staff night yeah. uh, because it was easy just to – nobody needed extra air. It was yeah. like, you know, just pick up and go. Uh, I really enjoyed it depending on who you played with, right? So yeah. when you're playing with your friends, it was great. Everybody hopefully called their hits. Mm -hmm. uh, but as you introduce more and more people, because the sport continues to grow in North America, um, you have all sorts of no good nicks who show up, and you can watch BBs bouncing off them, not calling their hits, and it became less fun. So yeah. paintball is always more fun for me. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Damon says no. Um, Roger Weaver said he has, he's got a springer. Um, Lorenzo said, uh, I play both paintball and airsoft. I mean, as much as we're all avid paintball players, we've played airsoft before. The 
The difference between us and most airsofters is we play airsoft like we play paintball. Okay, so George Hayes' comment totally. was that I wanted to uh, to okay. highlight that yeah, airsofters get right mad. Yeah, airsofters get mad uh, when you when you play like paintball. Like so, we're yeah. all I also, I start off with paintball and paintball player. And that's the same tactics I use. It's not uh, authentic milsim tactics. Um, so yeah, I I recognize her BBs. I recognize I'm not going to die. <laughs> I recognize that it's not going to go through an aspenite uh, uh, paneling. So unless you're Charles Holton, dirty when I get hit. No, so I will play a little bit more aggressively than I will with a uh, yeah. paintball. But they don't like that, and so people pouted a lot, and so there, I wasn't allowed yeah. to play anymore. There is a good group of airsoft folk that come out to Flag Raiders to play weekends and in Tuesday nights. They're a great group of guys. They play uh, what I would call a more aggressive form of airsoft, and it's it's actually not bad playing with them. But uh, some of the airsoft experience I've seen out of the field, I um, honestly, yeah, would shy away rather quickly. Honestly, for me, like when I played with them last week for the, my first airsoft game. So for the record, so if I may justify myself, I bought a kit for I bought a kit, a starter kit to play with my old old school Michael Morwood nephew. Uh, so we could play together at the farm or at the Flag Raiders money fine field they have. Okay. <laughs> yep. Uh, Thank you. Good bug, yeah. So we're still You're listening. You're welcome, Joe, Joe, Joe. We're all here. Thanks, Seb, Seb, Seb. Um, I started playing, like, I thought the mentality or, like, the, to me, uh, anyways, I always felt, and I know it's because I always end up with the SARS guys around me playing paintball in big games, but the communication seemed better playing with paintballers. Versus air softers. That's just my take. Saint head, send all the hate mails to Zuby, please. There we go. Uh, but yeah, go ahead. I just I'll take it. Like the, the first thing that popped in my head is the communication level seemed better in paintball. That's all I'm gonna say. And I'm not, I'm not hating on airsoft. So I, I appreciate you picking up in a, a marker or a gun of some sort, Seb, and, and hopping back into it. And so hopefully you dipped your toes. You want to get back into paintball again, uh, because I think airsoft has a significant. Um, part of our, of our industry because it helps support fields. So when airsofters come in and they, they pay their entry fee, uh, that also benefits paintball players too. So you can grumble, you can make fun of them all you want, but that helps the field oh, owners sure. to continue to operate and, and, and to run to, uh, recreational games and tournaments and, and all that too. Yeah. So it's, a, it's, a, just, it's another revenue stream yeah. and uh, and from my limited experience with the airsoft community, it's uh, they're pretty harmless and they're pretty self-sufficient. For sure, and not to steal Gavin's word, but the more genres that are played at the field, the better for the field owner. Joe has a question. Go ahead, Joe. I would say it's a comment. <laughs> you know, the the airsoft, the guys the guys playing airsoft. It's very similar to scenario or recreation paintball. They're utilizing the same fields. They're doing their their same mission, and and we we treat the airsoft group just like they're another paintball group, and they they rotate from field to field. Yeah. They take their their map, whatever map or whatever field they're using, they flag it and they go out for their two or three games and come back in and the the whole rotation and the whole usage of field works great. We we hosted a symbiotic an, relationship. We we yeah. hosted yeah. an airsoft night game and That's they a had a fantastic <laughs> night game. Yeah. Um we we host a couple of Synergy. We host a couple we host a couple airsoft only events as well and and you know I we I'm happy to run and host airsoft games whenever the field is open because quite frankly they're they're happy to be out there they enjoy the field they're every they're gracious just like paintballers yeah. and uh, I would be curious to find out how many airsofters are also paintballers or were or so great questions I've noticed a lot of airsofters who are only airsofters have only played that as an action uh, pursuit or action uh, action shooting game um, and. 
paintballers I can see who get into it in, in, in scenario uh, look at it and it looks really cool and they want to cross over. But I've also like just like one of the first couple, well, the last couple of seasons alone, I've seen people who've only they've never touched a paintball gun before, but it's only been airsoft yeah. that they've they've, uh, they've, they've what dipped is, their toes. What in. But Magfed's really brought a lot of airsofters have kind of put their nose in the air and went, what 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 is that? That's that's pretty cool. Here's a funny paintball story for you. What is the uh, the area on your field that has the boat? Like the beach landing. Oh, uh, that's Butcher's, um, Bay. Butcher's Bay. The boat field? So Butcher's Bay, yeah. So I was in the boat with a guy just sp- sp- like praying and sp- spraying and praying. Yeah. Just like another wolf. It's a family show. The one guy that had like this really cool MG looking thing with like real looking bullet thing. Yeah. Uh, his gun broke and he looked at me he's like, do you know how to fix this? I said, I'm sorry, dude, I'm a paintballer. Too <laughs> 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 yeah. sorry. Hashtag paintball. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, carry a little salt we'll talk about this in there. Pin this for next week, guys. We'll talk about it. We'll talk more about Airsoft and talk about Speedsoft because oh, that's God. a whole other yes, topic. Yes, but before is. we get to that, um, up next we have a, uh, uh, a video from Joe. This is his weekly vault segment. But before we get to his vault segment where he goes in to his vault and pulls out an old uh, piece of memorable paintball equipment. Um, I want to tell you guys about Planet Eclipse. Do you guys know that Planet Eclipse has more championships, new mechanical markers, new electros? No. And new territory, including the new MagFed division. Come on. Get Planet Eclipse, Seb. Yes, and take on the world. Holy moly. Hashtag holy moly. <laughs> I know Legate, when the world's greatest players, photographers, yep. expected parents, yep. and Seb need the yes. best coverage, most vivid colors, and biggest selection, they pull a tab on an EG product. Hashtag pop smoke. Hashtag Seb, Seb, Seb forever. Hashtag yummy. <laughs> Delicious. Thick oui, welded oui. seams, stainless steel, hardware, and multiple color options make Arabs the number one choice for inflatables on and off the field. Made in America by Brent Davis and his team. And remember, ladies and gentlemen, 20% off all of their current inventory at Arabs.com for paintball, water blobs, and board games. Do you know there is no yes. team? It's all Brent Davis. That all, guy all Brent, all day. Guy. Uh, dreams fade. Ruthless paintball products, color sublimation, and craftsmanship never die. On or off the field, Ruthless will keep you fresh. Use the promo code BTB15 for 15% off your order. Yummy. Adapt, create, and win. Exalt is in our blood. Make your game boil. Get Exalt. Available worldwide. Worldwide. worldwide, Also yummy. Worldwide. Worldwide! From the beginning, you stumbled down a rocky cliff. You waded chest deep through a mosquito-infested bog. Now, whether you are sliding into a snake or running and gunning, GI Sports has the gear for you now with the new Stormer. Yes. DLX Technologies, guys. Make sure you follow them on all your social media devices. They are true industry innovators now with some of the lightest, fastest, and sleekest hardware. In paintball, DLX has the power to get you to the podium, and they have OLED boards. And they do, and that also have very genuine smiles. I love Since that. Since 1969, Altama has put more boots on the ground, peds in your socks, or chaussettes than any other DOD supplier. Make the military choice yours. Get your feet into Altama original spot today. Hashtag sturdy footwear. Putting the power back in your paintball. Never miss a shot with Ninja. Ninja supplies regs, remotes, and recharge systems to the top teams and players in their sport. Don't be left behind. Get Ninja. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go hit the vault. Hey, it's uh, Joe from Flaggers Paintball here with another segment of From the Vault where we go back in history, back into the early days of paintball and show you something that I have collected, hoarded, or just not bothered 
and thrown away. So today we're going to talk about communications. I've been doing paintball since 1983 or 1984 when I started Flag Raiders. Um, early days we didn't have any kind of walkie-talkies. We just sort of called and whistled and hoped the information got by. But everybody, whether you were in Canada, whether you're in the U.S., you had uh, Radio Shack was was a company. This takes six AA batteries. It has a telescopic antenna. You could move dip switches around and you would get different channels. So you had three different options. You know, as, as you got a little more sophisticated, you could come out with the TRC213 one watt, three channel transceivers, even had a squelch button. Um, it's pretty crazy. Then then Motorola got, got in the game. Um, they came out with the Sport Talk. This one had, I believe, uh, one to um, eight channels. Um, there's no sub channels. This radio came out in, I don't know, 19, 1987, 1988, 89, somewhere around there, the about, And these revolutionized communications, not only in, in paintball, but in ski areas, on the beach, whatever, in malls. But these had um, 14 channels, and then they had sub channels, which was pretty cool. And they were reasonably inexpensive. Um, that's what we used for, you know, several years until um, people came out with uh, the Puxings and the Bofangs. These are probably the most common um, radios and communication methods in paintball today. These work pretty well. They're readily available. Um, you can program multiple channels with an, with an easy to use application. Different um, mics are available. They take standard Kenwood or um, Motorola. Uh, Mike Pin. So these are the um, communications devices from PayPal. Guys, you've been watching From the Vault, and we'll see you next week. Keep time it is. It's that time of the month for PB Swag. Uh, let's see what I've got. So every month, guys, if you order from PBSwag.com, they send you all kinds of paintball goodies. Like this, just in time, because I actually need a new one. This is my Exalt Barrow Made. That's cool. Some more Exalt stuff. This is a grip for an A5 or X7. I actually have one that that can work on. Antimicrobial brass door opener with a sling from Exalt. Well done, Exalt. That's a good idea, especially in these times. Uh, look at this, a scarf that can be used as a, as a mask or a head wrap, maybe one day when this pandemic is over. This is cool, paintball strong face mask. I've been wanting to get one of these now I don't have to worry about it because my friends at PB Swag have given me one. Regulator grip. I have many guns that that could go on. And uh, oh, one last thing in here. Oh, look at that. Check that out. The new bubble gum buttstock from Exalt. So guys, order PB Swag so you can be part of this game every month. All right, ladies and gentlemen, so thank you, Joe, for From the Vault. Indeed. And uh, make sure you guys check out PB Rod Swag. Roger that. But what I what I will say is, Roger, P, Roger. not only is PB Swag awesome, the hit from the PB Swag this week is the precision milled antimicrobial brass um, door opener. And I know uh, Roger, I wish I had one of those. I know Roger gave us no, one. George. George, 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 George Hay gave us one, which is awesome. But what I'm saying is, if you don't have a friend like George. You've got a friend in George. Exalt. <laughs> <laughs> Go over to Exalt. Look at this. So you get the same thing, right? Um, and it has a, what did you call it, Matt? A doomy. The scroll snare. The scroll snare. See, I didn't know the technical term. What? Scroll snare. Squirrel. So you can hook it to your Squirrel. belt. And it's got like, in the the, animal. Uh, oh, oh. like the elastic on it to put on your belt. The so if you're like, uh, what you know. about my onion then? <laughs> so if you're like a custodian with your keys on your belt you can put this on but anyways good for exalt 
Um, and thank you to George Hay again for hours. That's awesome. I am actually going to use this. I've donated this to uh, my wife who works at the hospital. She's going to try to sell these to all of her hospital friends because they, uh, one of her uh, colleagues bought one and paid through the nose. They're really expensive if you go to buy these online. Now, if they only had a subscription to PB Swag Bag. That's right. They would have got one. So right. make sure you guys check out PB Swag. Check out Exalt for that if you, uh, if you want an individual one. Or hit up George Hey, hey. and say you know us. And maybe he'll hook you up with that. It's so be friend George Hay. So very cool. Um, yeah. So Joe, what do you have next in your vault? Do you have anything interesting? Um, well, I've got a PMI one. I think we're going to try to shoot. I've got a tracer. Got a few tracers. We're gonna we're gonna fire up and shoot. And um, Matt Logan and I on Sunday, he came up with a neat segment called Tailgate Restoration. <laughs> I, I pulled out the. You saw the Nell spot when I pulled it out. We couldn't even cock it. And it had a, it had an extended barrel and direct feed, but we we couldn't moment. budget. So I channel locks and we took it apart. Then we put automatic transmission fluid, and we got it cleaned up. And we're gonna try to, to shoot the Nell spot, but it's got copper copper pipe as an elbow <laughs> uh, for a feed feed tube. So that was our tailgate restoration. I so we're gonna give that a a, a vault, a vault <laughs> could, on that. We'll I could just see, see you just see this segment turning into Joe hosing everything with automatic transmission. <laughs> well, we we had we it's had, not the automatic segment. <laughs> we had um, we had the gun. We took the, we took we stripped <laughs> the gun on my on we stripped the gun on the tailgate you. of my truck. So I like that pipe. Action. Isn't tranny fluid just lube? That's but it has like, an Adam's apple. That's, yeah, <laughs> something else in Thailand. But oh <laughs> sorry, God. speaking of derailing. So <laughs> there you go. So watch for that segment. And Joe, I actually have. A, I was thinking about something else that's uh, near you that you could use for for from the vault if you ever short of stuff okay, too. So, sure. um, other than that, guys, I think we're pretty much at the end of our uh, at the end of our show. But Seb, thank you for uh, sitting in tonight. How did the uh, audio sound? Uh, I can honestly uh, say that uh, hands Speaking down, to the mic, Seb, please. <laughs> I'm just going to say it. I am. I totally am. But it's just very quiet. Um, I, I really don't want to. I love you all. I don't hurt anybody's feelings here. But it has There's down, one of us he doesn't is what he's saying. He Matt the Crypt got the mic hey for tonight. Because he never spoke. <laughs> you, can't, you can't lose if you don't compete. <laughs> give me that uh, award. <laughs> all right. Bye. Pass this to... Uh, the jerk off over there. Off camera. <laughs> off camera, hey, Matt. Hey. Yeah. Thanks for having me, Todd. Yeah. Dad, thank you guys. for coming. Um, and thank you to Matt for pushing all the buttons. Thank you to uh, Gavin Sharma. Always great to be here, folks, and really, really sincerely appreciate every single one of you that contributed to the show in the chat. And uh, there's a special place in my heart for each and every one of you that liked and shared this program so other people saw this as well. Uh, on the way out, if you haven't done so, make sure you hit that like button, and we will see you next Monday as well. Gavin, when will I see you next? Uh, Joseph, you will see me uh, tomorrow evening at Tuesday Night Mission, Mission Paintball. Paintball. Tomorrow night at the outdoor field. This could be the last one. But come on out, five, Depending on five light and temperature. Dust, yeah. Depends on dust. if Matt the Crip comes out and ruins it. So la last week we had a real bag of chips who He's came out and yeah. was so appreciative of the game and the activity that he sent us the thank you card and I love you card uh, <laughs> and his patches on the wall. So hopefully bag of chips will be out uh, tomorrow. I will be out. Joseph will be out. Matt the Crypt, are you out? I'm considering it now, okay. actually. Yes. Hey, Just so I can ruin it. Phoenix nice. in the live chat, by God. the way. Stands up. Says that he was promised, uh, or they were promised, uh, poutine. <laughs> yeah, so Matt gets poutine <laughs> as well. <laughs> Can you bring a little poutinery cook set next week, and we'll uh, 
We'll offer it up. Seth needs a, <laughs> Seth needs a food truck. <laughs> there we go. And thank you to uh, Joe Kimson from Flagger's Paintball. Uh, thanks again for coming out, guys. And we'll see everybody uh, next week or tomorrow night for Mission Tuesdays at the Outdoor Field. Be well. Pew, pew. Very good. And what about you, Josh? Uh, Zuby Zubricus. Uh, on be time, out. Zubricus. I will be out for Mission Tuesday paintball. I don't In know December? what Tuesday paintball is. But yes, I will actually be there tomorrow night. Nice. Really? So, yes. Wow. I'm, I may have wow. to strap on I some strapping on. Visibly excited. So, Joe, um, I'm asking a favor from you. Yes, Gavin. If the whole cast and crew and production company show up, can we please bribe a referee to be on the same team for okay. at least one or two yeah, games that way that. we can do a full B2B <laughs> squad going out and playing. Yes, we I uh, might have we to can have a dead, dead zone shot. Oh, I'll be there. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Game goes. I'm, but at least we Gavin, can... Gavin, you <laughs> stupid! At least just be Gavin and I shit-talking everybody in the dead <laughs> No, at least we can, we, we can start together. Right? <laughs> that's all that counts. Will there be any uh, hoppy kick, uh, hopper kicking, uh, Gavin? Uh, it's hard to kick people as hoppers in the dead zone, but I will try my best. Thank you, Seb. Yeah. Don't yes. forget to uh, like Flag Raiders on Instagram, flag underscore Raiders underscore paintball. Like it. Yeah, and if you guys are, and I know the borders are closed right now, but if you guys plan to be in your calendars for next year, come to Flag Raiders if you're in the States. And uh, if you're within, probably, if you're within. That was a couple hour drive. A couple hour drive. So Michigan's a couple hour drive. New York's a couple hour drive. So, so really. Ohio. Yeah, so if you guys it's are anywhere so in the northern states, getting to us is pretty easy. And if and you're your not sure how to is, get there, George Hay. That's true. Just tap him. He's always here. And yeah. let's not forget, the U.S. dollar gets a quite a lot of yeah, Canadian. When was the last time you tapped George Hay? Uh, when I was staring at his Crocs, <laughs> I'm like, hey, those are lovely Crocs. <laughs> there you yeah, go. Sorry to step up with that. But, yeah, you know, uh, join us at Flag Raiders. We're here every weekend, Tuesdays as well. We'd love to play with each and every one of you as well. Very good. Uh-huh. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we thanked everyone for being on the show. Thank myself. Thank you guys for watching. If you guys uh, have ADD and can't stand to watch us all the way through on Facebook, you know you can get us in a podcast form. We're available on iTunes, Podomatic, SoundCloud, Slitcher, uh, TuneIn, anywhere else that you can slur. So definitely check it out, ladies and gentlemen, and we'll see you next Monday. God.